two or three weeks i back to the recording the reason behind that like youtube channel has been blocked but finally i recovered it and i found a very amazing guest from new zealand uh, mr prajesh hello mr prajesh hi manasa thank you for having me it's great to be on here uh, um, thank you so much no it's my pleasure uh prajesh uh, first of all i need to know uh, personally i have an interest to uh, to learn something more about nlp and i have done a course as well regarding the organizational behavior and in that i get to know something about nlp before that i haven't such uh, knowledge about it but before we discuss nlp in detail i want to know about yourself yeah totally enough fantastic yeah we'll come to nlp but later on so um thank you to everybody that's listening wherever you are in the world hopefully you're fantastic um like Marissa said my name is Prajesh and I currently live in New Zealand uh but I was not born here I was born and raised in Zimbabwe so I'm in southern Africa born and raised there and I spent most of my life in Africa uh I went to university in South Africa and then during my time when I was at university things in my home country went really bad so the economic situation and the it brought a lot of civil unrest um so it was not viable for me to stay there and my parents decided that hey you need to leave the country and i ended up in new zealand and this is how i ended up here um, i guess it's also it's difficult somebody's... to uh, find a new place so how did you find out that this is the place to move on yeah so it's it's really very interesting because i i i'm from when i'm on a zimbabwean passport at that time because zimbabwe was in such a such a crazy state most countries were not I'm willing to take Zimbabwean citizens into into their countries under asylum or refugee, and the only way you could leave the country was if you were going to study on a student visa. And um, yeah, that's how I, I left the country because the only place that accepted me to be studying was the United Kingdom, um, Australia, and New Zealand. And it just came down purely to price, as you know, as an international student, wherever you go in the world, they just charge you crazy prices. And um, you said it was the cheapest place in that that's what it was that's basically how i ended up in this student acha uh, you did uh, your bachelor's and master's from zimbabwe in i did my bachelor's in um south africa and then did my master's in switzerland right when did you decided to learn about nlp yeah great so um if i if i backtrack a little bit my my background is in um computer science and information systems so that's my background and my study mm, and then i and then i did my masters in um health and technology and da, 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 da. and nlp nlp came into my world probably in 2019 i'm um, a little bit as when i heard about it so just before covid and then just before covid exactly and then it's quite funny because covid was the year when i actually went into digital nlp training it's really quite funny because nlp and with my background in computer science you know programming in is programming out and as i started learning about nlp basically it's about language you know the language that you have this is your head is so so real so the synergy between computer science and actually the way our brains work was really quite it made a lot of sense to me and it's really quite powerful when you become aware of these things here and as you said you've 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 become aware of it and you've done something so you can notice how yeah. it's quite a crazy synergy between the two to understand about the mind what is thinking if if i'm doing something towards the reason behind that this is i guess you learn yeah. in nlp understand the human yeah, behavior yeah. 100% and for those of you that that don't know NLP stands for sense for neuro linguistic programming so the language of the brain and how how, how we are programmed and cultivated to believe and to say things and how our language that we say or the language that we hear affects everything that we do in our day-to-day life even though it's subconscious it's longer mm-hmm, subconscious mm-hmm, yeah and the NLP, 
in NLP is to bring you to the conscious of your subconscious, which is pretty crazy. Great. I said, once you're done with your NLP uh, learning and then you start practicing it. So the first yes. client or the first person which you deal and now till today, the first experience. Yeah, anything anything you do the first is always hard. <laughs> anything you do the first is always hard. So I was making lots of, you know, you have this, you have all the, the theoretical knowledge, which is all great, yeah. but the, the practice is very, very, very different. So, you know, between my first client and how many clients I've had between. So that was in 2021 was my first client. My, my, my program was actually an eight-month program. So it was a full program as opposed to a weekend program. So it was eight, almost eight, eight nine-month program. So it was really intense. And then uh, my first client, I thought I knew what I was doing, but I knew nothing. I was like, oh, damn it. It's like, you know, when you when you learn how to build something by watching a YouTube clip and when you actually build that, oh, two very different things. <laughs> you know, like, like a podcast, yeah. you know? Like Even a, number like of times people share the cooking recipes or once they try to implement it, they find a disaster in that. Yeah, totally, totally. You know, everything. So um, the first client was an absolute disaster, but luckily it was just a person that I knew, so it was all good. But as you keep practicing and practicing, but also for myself, I had to become aware of it. You know, as I realized when you do these things, you also have to become aware of yourself. So, and now the, the impact that it has and the clients that I've had, it's, so I've really enjoyed this because it, it empowers a person, you know, like I said before, it's so, so subconscious, but when you get trained, you listen for the words that someone says. So words like, you know, for example, when it's, um, Every year, people have New Year's resolutions, which is what's mm -hmm, happened recently. Mm -hmm. And someone will say, I should lose weight. I should do mm -hmm. this. I should do that. The word should implicates a lot of things. It shows a lot of a lot, a lot behind it. And when you dig, dig deeper, you realize actually that the person only should do something because of other people as opposed to, you know, I want to do something. So simple language like that makes such a big change. And, um, you know, when you work with clients in those spaces, the, the amount of change that you've seen is just dramatic. Generally, it's very common every person make a resolution regarding their health. Yes. And on the very first January, uh, there is no action plan. Yeah. And, and and that's right. You know, we, we, we always wait for the 1st of January. I don't know why. Why can't we just do it tomorrow yeah. or today or right now? You know, it's because of the of the way we've Mindset. been conditioned. Yeah. We've been so conditioned that you now 1st of January is when we should have a new year. And it doesn't last. It doesn't last very long because you're doing it because it's something that you should do as opposed so, to. Hey, uh, what's the experience? Why we everything that yeah we do this thing from tomorrow, and then the yeah. next day will come. Uh, we again plan. Okay, we'll do start from the tomorrow. We always yeah. try to procrastinate or delay the things. Yeah, that's and and when when I when I work with people when they say if you do it tomorrow, then mm. it's not it's not a, it's not a priority. Yeah. You know, it's not a priority. Oh, I'll do this tomorrow. Okay. If it's that important for you, why won't you start today? You don't have to do everything today, but if you start today, so for example, if you want to write a book, why would you mm. wait tomorrow? Write one line today. Yes. If you want to do an exercise, do one push up today. If you want to eat healthy, yeah. eat a fruit today. Why wait till tomorrow? Again, yeah. uh, 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 one more problem is that okay, we are we are confused that like these are our own objectives, so we are just influenced by others' ones. If someone's fit, why shouldn't I be look like uh, her or uh, his? Hundred percent. So then you started. Hundred percent. So as you said before, you got to go down to. So, uh, so, so I think mm. that. Please continue. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you know, so as, as, I think that is a very very profound point because you know it's not about it's. We always talk about the why. Why do you want to do something? And when you break it right down, like I said before, are you doing it because it's an objective thing that somebody else says or it comes from you? And many of the clients that I work with, when you strip it down, their why is not strong. 
Mm. Or I'm doing it. I'm doing it because my neighbor is doing it. I'm doing it because, and yes. that, that never works. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give an example of a client that I worked with. A client that I worked with um, always wanted to lose weight. Always wanted to lose weight, but was not. You know, they were running. They were doing everything. They were doing everything, but not. They were not losing any weight. And when we stripped it away, why they wanted to do it? They wanted it because they wanted to be like other people. But when mm. we shifted the focus and go, actually, Mindset. let's change it around. And now we said, okay, cool. What's more important? If you're not healthy, what happens? Hmm. And they shifted away from the physical attributes to, hey, if I'm not healthy, I can't run with my children. I can't do yes. this here. And once we shifted that mindset totally, the weight started coming off. Because and now magic they, will happen. Exactly. The magic will happen. The magic will happen. That's right. Personally, I, I also experience these all things. Sad kid, number of times we are yeah. just making the object and solution just to inspire others or we are just inspired from others. Uh, this That's is right, uh, okay. not a personal interest. And obviously, when, when you do not have any personal interest, so after a certain period of time, you will lo uh, lose it or forget it and then uh, lose interest in that. Totally, totally. You have to, you have to be you have to be invested into into whatever you're doing, and there has to be some. This sounds really, really, really crazy, but it's sometimes you have to be selfish. You have to go, okay, what is my personal gain? What am I gaining in this in this in this goals resolution? Am I gaining good health? Great. Am I gaining a good financial? What is my gain growth? I have British one more thing which I want to know: being a coach. Which part you yes. enjoyed being a coaching, and which part you not like it? Why every time face these kinds of clients? So which part you enjoy it a lot and which you feel are why i face this scene again and again yeah so that's that's a great question so you know um this coaching journey is not an easy journey you know you yes. jump online everyone's like oh you can be a coach it doesn't work like that but, you know I, I i i teach coaches i i teach in a space as well where i work with some people that everybody wants to be a coach but not everybody can be a coach you know you first yes. have your own journey yes um what do i enjoy what do i enjoy about the moment where the client has the moment where they go, aha, that, that, that moment, you know, everyone says it, it's the Eureka moment, but from there, the action. So there's always words, but the action is to go, hey, now I can actually see where, because we all live in blinkers. I live with a blinker, even a coach needs a coach, and I need those blinkers to be taken away. So, you know, when you, when you, when you have a client that is willing and open to acknowledge and say, hey, I, I need your help. I need that's the best way. The hardest ones are clients who refuse to see their show, their fault. and I see it all the time. You know, they'll come to see you, and then you'll you will say a couple of things and suggest a couple of things and ask the questions. But they don't. With in coaching, mm -hmm. the role of a coach is to ask the questions, as you know. Not to, we don't give any solutions. But if yes. the client is not being honest with the answers, mm -hmm. then you can't have any solutions. You know, and um, that's what frustrates you because you know you can see it. Oh, come on, you know the answer, and you have to hold you back and say, I can't give you the answer. It's right there. So, you know, that's, those are two kinds of clients that really, ones that come open-minded versus ones that are like, okay, I'm just paying you the money because X, Y, Z, but I don't believe in it. Yeah, and just yeah. for the clarity purpose, coaching is set where uh, you are not going to give the solution to that person. Am I right? Yes, that's correct. That is correct. That is correct. So how much is it difficult so, to work with in this uh, process? <laughs> you have to be uh, in, encouraged or put, uh, make that scenario where the person uh, give the solution of their own problem. That's right. So, which is why, you know, as I said before, not everybody can be, everyone says you can be a coach, but it's not, it's it's quite a, it's a skill set. Mm. And I've learned this over, over a few years. It's a skill set. You know, you think about people like Tony Robbins or all these big these coaches, they have learned a lot and they've studied the way. They won't give you a solution. If you ever watch a Tony Robbins or mm. they'll ask you a question, which is a suggestive question. And then 
you go, oh, Tony Robbins actually gave the answer, but actually he didn't. He just gave you, you the uh, question, which you then found the answer to, right? So it's about it's about targeting those questions very, very carefully while you're listening to the person's, um, what they're saying in their own language. So Pradesh, you called yourself as a crossroad coach. What's the concept is that? Yes. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, so um, again, you know, as you as you can imagine, trying to create a, a niche in this crazy, crazy um, world of coaching, anything is really quite challenging. So the reason why I came to a crossroads coach is because um, everyone in our lives comes to a state where we come to a crossroad. Every, every, all of us, you know, there's a crossroad of I want to change my my career. I want to change my relationship. Maybe I want to I want to change something. I want to change something in my. But we know we have to make the change, but we don't change. Mm. So in my role as a coach, we talk about right. Cool. Why? Every one of us knows what to do, right? We know if you want to be healthy, you have to do this. If you want to change your job you have to do xyz but what stops us from doing that then so in my position as a coach we dig deeper to why do we not make that change so are we you know again are we are we just thinking we have to change because we see how we're changing or do we want to change because there's an actual reason to change so that's the space that i work in so i do nlp but i've also trained in um, mindset and all these other different modalities as well and i think that's you'll find most coaches um have a wide range of modalities yeah. to, to suit the different clients, yes. Pranjish, there's a very common or interesting part is that every human being take a breath. There yep. is no science in that. We do not, as a common man, we do not know if there is there science in that. Being a uh, uh, breath instructor, what this, what what you have in observe, how much the breath is, the style yeah. is important or matter in your uh, life. Because being a common yeah. man, I, this is a very common, we are alive, that's why we, are, we inhale and exhale. Yes, yeah, fantastic. So, you know, one of the other modalities I have is, is breath work. So let's let, let's do an exercise together, you know, for our listeners as well. So I want you to close your eyes. Just close your eyes now. We'll do it together. We'll do it together. Okay. So you'll close your eyes. Yes, you close your eyes and I'll, and I'll instruct you what to do. And what I want you to do is you're just going to listen to my voice and we're going to do this here. We're going to breathe in on the count of five. We're going to hold for six and breathe out for seven and then hold for eight and we'll do that three times and I'll do the counting. Okay. To do, um, if you do it three times a day, you know, even for our listeners out there, three times a day. So when I say three times a day, you do that five, four, hold for five, hold for, breathe in for five, hold for six, breathe out for seven, hold for five. That's one. Do it three times and then do it morning, afternoon, or night, or whenever you feel stressed out, you will just feel, it's not even, it's not even a minute, it's not even a minute long and you'll be all, you'll feel different uh Prajesh moved to another part is that you have worked with around yeah. 70,000 people uh, how yes. was that it's a, it's a long list uh, how was it experience yeah it's um it's it's a culmination of a, a lot of a lot of years you know um, I've been working as a coach profession I've been working as my own business coach for the last four years or five years but before that I was also working I was coaching but I wasn't under the coaching title um, and as I reflect back on that, that, that it's, yeah, you you know, there's one-on-one -on -one and it's big group coaching. And now ever since um, since post-COVID, lots of online online coaching as well mm -hmm. and lots of online group work. And group work, the power of group work is really, really amazing. You know, um, when I when I teach in group work, when I work in group work, group work settings, it's really powerful because people learn from each other. You know, um, they will be, they can group work, session I can go with them. There'll be people from all around the world, from from Pakistan, from America, right. from 
you know, from South Africa. Anyway, and but the cultural construct uh, they share with thing with with each other is really really powerful. So yeah, I, I never think about the numbers because you just don't think about it, and you just put it down when you're doing marketing. Oh yeah, marketing sounds cool, but when you're actually doing, it, you don't think about it because everyone is an individual. The British yeah. you uh, deal with a number of clients, so uh, most of the clients are from which state or which country? Oh, from everywhere, everywhere, because um the world of online has just changed everything. So you ah, can yes, you can reach you know the, the the global reach is really massive, and I and I work with a really fantastic organization in Australia, an organization in New Zealand, an organization in Pakistan as well. What we find is, especially in Southeast Asia, Southeast Asian countries or Southeast Asian communities, the concept of coaching is still a really hard thing to fathom. Mm. You know, um, if, if a coach is like, no, wait, if I'm going to see a coach, why am I going to see a counselor? And a counselor is very different to a, a mm. coach. So um, with this organization called GRIT, we're really trying to break down the lower the barrier, the cost barrier of coaching, but also say, hey, coaching is really how you can level up and how you can break those cultural norms. You know, a lot of, in Southeast Asia and Southeast Asian cultures, there's a lot of cultural barriers, mm -hmm. which block a lot of people from saying, hey, you know, you can, you don't have to do that. They're, you're doing it just because it's the cultural norm, but, you know, and then if you do it, you feel guilty. So we want to say, hey, even if you do it, you don't have to feel guilty. You know, if, it, if, it's, if it's the right thing, right in inverted commas for you to do. Uh, Rajesh, thank you so much. I love to talk to you. And last, I just want to one few more things. What advice you want yeah, to sure. give to the new ones who wants to become a coach? Um, number one is think about number one, you have to do the work yourself. Yeah. So before you become a coach, you need to make sure that you are okay in yourself and that you're open to learn and open to and open mm. to say, I don't know things. Um, I think that's the that's the biggest, biggest learning. And number two is it takes time. Nothing happens overnight. You know, there's lots of people out there that'll say you can become a coach in three days or five days or whatever. Nothing happens in three days or five days. It, it's a learning process that you keep on doing over and over again. And if you if you're going to sign up for those things, then you're wasting your money. Now, this is a long process, you know, six, eight, nine months before you can actually become confident. And one thing that I that I'd like to talk about is in a coach, we have in the coaching, the coaching will we have a process that you learn. But like a programmer, like a doctor, like anything, there's a process that you learn, which is why you go and pay money to these people or you go and see these people because they have they know the process. So it's important to understand that they yes. Why is there any international certifications you want to prefer to go for it? Oh coaching, coaching has got certification. I mean, there's so many certifications out there. There's no standardized certification. Yeah. Um and some and, but sometimes on saying that there as well, a lot of people don't be um struggle or they extend the coaching mm. thing because they feel like they have to be certified yeah. but we all have experience we all have experience in our life yes. once you learn the process you don't you don't have to have the qualification you're all right cool because some of these certifications they cost a lot of money and you know that'll yes. stop you. yes yes you know so you go, you go actually wait a minute if, if i know what i'm doing and i'm really comfortable with what i'm doing it's okay so and the last Which, one more part rajesh uh how much the society or the person or the individual is aware about that he needs a coaching. When you're dealing with the organizations, the organizations uh, making the environment where they provide the trainings to their employees. But being in an individual, how do I get aware about that? Yeah, I need to consult with some coach. Yeah, and that's that's, that's very. It's a great question. That's a fantastic question. You know, most organizations now have have coaches or they have training development mm -hmm. which helps you. As an individual, what you should do is you need to. Think about your life and go, where in my life am I stagnant or am I not moving forward? 
And then if you find that you go, actually, why do I need, why am I stagnant here? What is happening here? Then you go, right, maybe I need a coach or I need someone else to come and see my world and go what and have a look at it. And maybe I'm not stagnant. Maybe I think I'm stagnant, but maybe they'll, mm. you know, they'll move me forward. Yeah. Because, you know, there's also lots of different presuppositions yeah. and lots of different things that we have that we go, right, cool, why, why do we do this? Yeah. And there's lots of simple exercises that you can do. Um, and the key thing also for, for anyone listening is you've got to find a coach that you can resonate with. But also you need to find a coach that is going to be challenging. It's going to challenge you. So what do we mean by that? If you think about most people that are successful in their in their lives, you know, if we take coaching, coaching comes from the word coach actually comes from the sporting analogy. You know, sports have sports has coaches. So why do sports teams have coaches? They have coaches because a coach looks at the big picture. Yeah. You know, they look at the big they look at the big picture. So the same thing happens when you come to a, a, a coach. They look at the big picture in your life. So you might go, for example, I'm stuck in my in my, for example, my health, okay? That's you might focus on that mm. thing. But if you step back in the big picture and go, actually, wait a minute, it's not your health. You're actually not, your work-life balance is totally out the window. Yes. This is out the window. So that's what the purpose of a coach is. So if you're thinking about the sporting analogy, in the sporting analogy, coach looks at the big picture, same thing here. So, and and a good coach is going to push you and challenge you. So if you think about all the, the best sports teams out mm. there, the, the good coaches will challenge their the individuals or their players to do the best that they can by making them do things that they're uncomfortable with sometimes. Ah, thank you so much, Prajesh. I enjoyed this session a lot and no I worries. get a chance to learn a lot from you, especially no you worries. need to understand that give a uh, number of friends again you're right, uh you feel that you have you stopped. But on the other side, maybe you're working, you're progressing. So you need to be uh take someone's help in this regard, he or she will guide you what's what's the best in which direction you have to work on that. Totally, totally, totally. And, and they will always help you move forward. And, you know, if those of you that want to follow me, I have an Instagram account, um, it's at Pambili Coaching, and you can find me on LinkedIn as well. So, um, yeah, and I'm happy to chat to anyone who's thinking about this space or who wants to know more about if they need to have a coach in the world. Thank you so much, Pradesh. Great. I'll no, definitely okay. share all these links so uh, in the caption, and you uh, must go through these things. I hope you enjoyed this session. Uh, and for me, I it's something different to know more about NLP. And uh, thank you so much, everyone. Have a nice day and take care.